Hi, I'm Genevieve. And I'm Emmy. Welcome to the Science Sisters. Broadcasting from our basement in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Science Sisters is a podcast about science for kids by kids. Well, except for our daddy's helping us. Say hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. No, I meant Dad. Say hi. Hi, I'm Kyle. Daddy, what are we learning about? We're working on a lot of cool ideas for this podcast, from amazing animals to edible science and cool chemistry to Earth and space. But today, we've got a very heavy edition of Super Scientists. Genevieve, who's today's scientist? Today, we're learning about an amazing mathematician and physics professor from the 1600s. He's the discoverer of calculus and gravity and the creator of laws of motion. But despite his name, he's not the inventor of a certain figgy cookie. Do you know who it is? I do, I do. Ooh, ooh, me too, me too. Do you know who it is? That's right, it's Sir Isaac Newton. Emmy, tell us about Sir Newton. Sir Isaac? Mr. Sir Isaac? God, no. Anyway, just tell us about him. Sir Isaac Newton was born on a farm in Woolthorpe, England on Christmas Day in 1642. Wow, I still can't believe he was born on Christmas Day. Do you think he got, like, combo Christmas birthday presents? It's kind of a bummer, actually. Yeah, not cool. Isaac quit school when he was young to help his family on the farm, but he hated chores so much his family let him go back to school. How bad at chores do you think he must have been that his family was like, no, it's okay, Isaac, we got it. (laughs) Just FYI, girls, uh, being bad at chores will not get you out of them here, okay? Isaac moved to Cambridge to go to Trinity College in 1661. He graduated four years later and was ready to become a professor. But there was a plague. What's a plague again? It's like a bad disease that hurts people. This one in the areas around London at the time was one of the last outbreaks of a very serious disease that had been in Europe for a few hundred years. Got it. So there was a plague in England, so Isaac had to move back home again to stay safe. So, are you saying Isaac Newton had to go home and quarantine to stay safe? Kind of like we are now because of coronavirus? (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like that. But this is the cool thing. If Isaac had been working as a professor, he might have never discovered gravity. Supposedly, an apple fell on Isaac's head while he was sitting under an apple tree and... Eureka! Isaac realized there was a force that made the apple fall. But there are a lot of ideas of how he discovered it. We don't actually know if an apple fell on his head or not. What we do know is that Isaac understood that still objects want to stay still, and they have to be acted upon by some kind of force. And in this case, he realized that in order for anything to fall to Earth, there must be some kind of special force pulling it down. He called it gravity. But what is gravity? Gravity is actually a combination of two words from French and Latin. The French word gravité means seriousness, and the Latin word gravitas means weight. Gravity is the name for the thing that keeps our feet on the floor and what makes our bodies have weight. Basically, gravity means that every object pulls on the object near to it, but most 
of the time, the effect is too little to notice. However, objects that are super giant like Earth pull us down, keeping us from floating away. The Earth's gravity also keeps the moon in orbit, or spinning around us. And in the same way, the sun keeps the Earth in orbit, spinning around the sun once per year. But why doesn't the moon fall back to the Earth like an apple? Isaac thought of this too. It turns out the farther away you get from a big object, the smaller the effect. So if the moon were super close to the Earth, it would crash into us. But it's so far away, that won't happen. One other thing Isaac discovered about the moon is that the moon's gravity affects Earth as well. The moon pulls on the ocean waters on the Earth, making the tides come in and out each day at the beach. Cool. Did you know that Isaac Newton also described his free laws of motion because of a fight? What do you mean? Isaac got into a fight about motion with another scientist, Robert Hooke. Robert Hooke was also very smart, and Isaac Newton used some of the ideas from their letters to write his thoughts about motion. Do you want to know the free laws of motion? Yeah! first law is that an object that's moving or an object that's not moving will stay like that unless something happens to it, like it gets pushed or pulled. Like when I lay on the floor before bedtime and Dad has to drag me to our room? Yeah, or when a block is sitting on the table until I pick it up. Okay, cool. What's the second law? This one's harder. It's a math problem. Daddy, can you help explain? Sure. Basically, Isaac described that there's a constant relationship between force, how much energy is being used to move something, mass, how big that something is, and acceleration, or how fast it's going. Which makes sense if you think about it, because like the bigger something is, or the faster you want it to go, the more energy it would take to do that. So, Emmy, if you wanted to push Genevieve or me to that door over there, which would be easier? Genevieve. That's right, because I have more mass than Genevieve, so it takes more force to move me. And in the same way, if you want to push Genevieve to the door in 10 seconds, or if you want to do it in 5 seconds, it would take more force to accelerate her there faster. And the equation that describes that relationship is force equals mass times acceleration, which that's, that's exactly Newton's second law. Oh, right! That must be why there's a measurement called Newton's. Yep, yeah, exactly right. Uh, Newtons are named after Isaac Newton, and they are one way that we use to describe the amount of force it takes to move something. Oh, I almost forgot. What's the third law, Emmy? This one's fun. Newton's third law is that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That means if I push you, I feel the force has to push too. Okay, do you know how to test that? Yeah, I saw it on a video once. If two people who have the same mass face each other on roller skates and one pushes the other, they'll both go backwards by the same distance. That's exactly right. It, it, and that's, it's really cool to me that there are ways that we can test theories today that scientists came up with over 300 years ago. Speaking of which, there's one more big discovery we haven't talked about yet. So Genevieve, you want to tell us about that one? Isaac Newton also discovered calculus, which is a really complicated form of math that's used today in building artificial intelligence and robots. It's super neat to learn about 
Science from hundreds of years ago that's still being used today. That's why I love science. Science has been discovered over time by lots of people, all learning and building on work done before them. That's about all for the Science Sisters this week, but we'll be back with more fun episodes about all kinds of stuff soon. If you have an idea for a subject we should learn about, email us at the Science Sisters Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to wash your hands for 20 seconds. The Science Sisters was created and written by Genevieve and Emmy Britt, ages 9 and 7. Were produced and edited by me, their dad, Kyle Britt, with music by their uncle, Sven Britt. If you share this podcast with a kid who loves science, I know my girls would love to hear from them. Email us at the Science Sisters Podcast at gmail.com.